Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we're talking about Beyond Chicken Tenders and trying favorite day chewy chocolate chip cookies. Yes, they are vegan. Bow, bow. I checked three sure? times. I mean, I'll check again right before we eat them. Because if we learned one thing from last week, it's that I am bad at reading labels. I wouldn't characterize yourself that way. I think... You made a mistake. I made a mistake. Oh, yeah. It, it was a team effort. That's true. Well, we didn't team up on one. We each had our own mistake. Yeah. And then, I don't know, you have a pretty good track record otherwise. I don't know why you would define yourself by your occasional failure. You're, you're right. You're right. Thanks for that pep talk. I needed it. You're welcome. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, Dave and I got honeyed twice. And we had to abandon our snacks twice and yeah. then eat a real C-tier snack. Hey. <laughs> I don't think it's the snack's fault. You called know. it. You called it the C-team. I don't know why I, I shouldn't have done that. Why not? Because it's a good snack. It's fine. I added chocolate chips to it today. Hey, also, if you were listening last week, when I we reviewed um, a cashew almond cranberry trail mix from... Is it Archer? No. Did we... I don't think we reviewed it. We Let's ate it. it. <laughs> yeah. It's literally those three things with no other ingredients. But today I had some for a snack and I added some chocolate chips to it. Mwah. I still think it's not the, it's, it's kind of mean to that snack. That snack didn't ask to be eaten on the pod. That's true. That snack does exactly what it says it's going to do, and it does an amazing job at it. To the letter, it really a, does. It works hard. Yeah. So yeah, added chocolate chips to it. Yep. And I'll tell you what, it made it really good. I'm going to well, be doing that again. Yeah. Had some chocolate chips left over from a recipe, and I was like, ooh, what if I put these in with this? And it was great. I'm just saying, the trail mix helped us out in a pinch. It did. It and was you're unloading on it. Without that trail mix, we wouldn't have had a snack. We would have looked like fools and it would have been a disappointing segment. And then, so the amount that you're putting on that trail mix and the amount that that trail mix did for you. You're right. It was there for me when Neapolitan Oreos were not. It was there for you when Korean barbecue trail mix was not. It's been there for me all week. You have I been. I ate the shit out of it. It's good. You have been. What's I wrong? Nothing. You've been enjoying it. I've been noticing it out on the counter this week. Because it's a great snack to have that doesn't like make you feel like garbage after your snacky phase is over. It's a good contrast to those popping jellies that we ate also. Yeah, we should give an update on that. Yeah. Uh, those popping jellies made me feel like absolute walking trash. I felt awful. Like just just sick after eating it and not in a like these popping jellies were spoiled way but in a like sugar injection straight into my veins and then immediately crashing from it kind of way oh it was horrible i pooped for four days straight <laughs> after eating the one of those jellies i guess i had more than one of those jellies like i tried the other ones yeah but i ate them and then i felt bad after that but it was like a snack hangover bad yeah like you're paying for the, the joy that you had. And then 
it just got worse and worse for like four days, maybe five days. Today's my first day. This is a Wednesday. Today's my first day uh, feeling like myself again. Wow. Yeah. I didn't experience any of that gastrointestinal stuff, but well, I, just a few hours of feeling absolutely rotten. I've got, I've got a bit of a special stomach. You do, a streepy stomach. Well, you're a streepy. That's true. But this is from before I was a streepy. No, it was not. Oh. Yeah. That nickname came after you were a streepy. Oh. I have a famously sensitive stomach. It's yes. gotten better, though. It has. Tell you what, quit smoking. You'd be amazed. You'd be amazed at the amount of things that improve. <laughs> um, I just, I feel like you owe the trail mix an apology. I would like to apologize to that trail mix. You want me to bring it in here? Could Yeah. So I'd like to do this face to face. All right, well, Let's, there's nothing to be nervous about. There's, Well, it's a little bit. Okay, I understand. It knows how you feel about it. It's been around for the past five days when I haven't because <laughs> I've been in the bathroom. So it's okay. Good and gather, cashew, cranberry, almond trail mix. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I spoke poorly of you. Sorry that I called you C-team. You're an A-team snack, and I, I appreciate you. And everything that you've done for this family, especially for Dave Streepy. You don't need to thank it on my behalf. Oh, well, I was thanking it because I like to see you happy. No. No. It feels like gilding the lily. Oh, well, I wanted it to be a sincere and Ooh. I wanted to give you a sincere. Speak from the heart. Don't talk to gather, me. Good and gather, cashew cranberry almond trail. Him? Trail mix. I just wanted to give you. Just a really well-rounded apology. I hope that you can um, accept it and that we can move on because I will be eating you with chocolate chips starting probably right after we record this. Um, could you say three nice things about the trail mix? Sure. I love the color of the packaging. I love mm. the red sticker. Mm. Also, cranberries, dried cranberries, top-tier dried fruit, one of my favorites. Also, cashews, favorite nut, the best nut. Really? Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Okay. What do you think's the best nut? <laughs> <laughs> Second best nut. Pistachio. Really? Yeah, okay. Of course. Pistachios are good too. These, uh, this trail mix, that was a good apology, by the way. Thank you. I thought it was going to be really sarcastic. No. I well, really you have feel- a You have a tone yeah. that you adopt sometimes when you're... You're doing the bit, but it's not like a bit bit, you know? Uh-huh. That, like that. Like you're annoyed <laughs> I'm just and you just want to move water. on. Uh, and you didn't have that. It was a sincere apology. And honestly, like the content of the apology further indicted you. <laughs> because it, you do love cranberries. And cashews. Yes. Yeah. So... It's beyond me why you were shitting so hard on this. <laughs> you were the one that day shitting hard on it, it was on the trail mix. I can't believe you're still eating that trail mix after all that shitting I did right on well, it. Oh, the lid was on it. Yeah. So you just got to run it under some water. <laughs> Great. Um, guys, you have to do more than that to clean up shit. Yeah. Don't. This is not a shit cleaning advice podcast. No. And it should not be measured as such. Yeah, that was that was a good apology. So I guess you guys are well. I can't speak for the trail mix, but yeah, the trail mix is hanging around. So it looks it it seems like you've you've done it. The jellies are still in our house. The child is eating the jellies. Oh my gosh! It's not the jellies problem. It's something about my body chemistry and the jellies' body chemistry that's just. Not not working because you didn't have the effects. Our our child is eating them like like they're going out of style. Ah, oh, they're like his new favorite thing. Loves them. Loves they're them. So gross. So yeah, it's just me. It's a me thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. No, you know it happens. It's good to know. It's good to know what what sets you on that path. Yeah. So that you can avoid it. You know. So anyway. 
How are you doing, Dave? I don't want to talk about my shitting anymore. Okay. I don't know. Fine. How are you? I'm good. I went and saw Peter Hook in the light last night. Okay. Some non-skating content. I know. Wow. Although I did end the... Stay on Peter Hook, please. Okay. Saw Peter Hook in the light. It was a very Joy Division heavy Mm -hmm. show. Mm -hmm. A lot of Joy Division. Two albums, right? Uh, I don't... I'm not even familiar enough with Joy Division to even say. Oh, I thought he did a set. Like he did two albums, a set for each album. And then before that was a New Order set. Oh, maybe. I don't know. All well, I know how is... How many sets were there? Four. Okay. There was a so, little prelude set with like four or five songs and then two full sets. And then his encore was like another four or five songs, which is... I mean, that's another set at that point. That's yeah. not even an encore. It was incredible. I danced all night. All night. It was really fun. All night till 10.30 p.m. Oh. It was really fun. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I was tired today, but it was worth it. Yeah, you went to bed the same time you normally do. <laughs> I know, but something about going out is wears me out more yeah. than not. Yeah. 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 Did you get a t-shirt? No, but he signs every single t-shirt. Every t-shirt comes with a sticker that he has signed with a marker stuck on it. Has a sticker that he signed. So the sticker's going to come off when you wash it. Yeah, so you either have to restick that onto something or not wash it. Okay, and he signs it with his name. Mm-hmm. That's good. Not a not somebody else's name, right? Or a yeah. fake name. Yeah, it's, it was pretty cool. Heater Pook. Yeah, Heater Pook signed the shirt that yeah. I got. What was the best song? Top song. Ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Not Blue Monday. Did not play Blue Monday. Wow. I know. <laughs> I was a little bit bummed about that because that is obviously a song that I was hoping and expecting to hear, but. Didn't bring Damon Albarn out for that Gorillaz track that no. he was he was based on? <laughs> no. 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 It was very fun, though. It was at the Variety Playhouse, which is a really fun venue. The old VP. The old VP. I thought it was going to be at the Eastern. It was supposed to be at the Eastern. Oh. They moved it to the Variety Playhouse for a reason that I don't know. Well, why do you think? I don't know. Maybe they needed more or less space. Somebody I don't know which venue posted that they liked a band from the Eastern on Instagram, so maybe there was a scheduling conflict. The Shins was at the Eastern last night. Well, it seems like that would be why the show was moved from the Eastern, right? Yeah, but why like the Shins wanted to play, he got kicked out of the Eastern? Probably one had sold a ticket number of tickets that the variety could hold. Yeah. And one had sold more tickets than the variety could hold. Is the Eastern bigger? It is. Yeah. Much bigger. A lot bigger. It is a big, it's a cool venue. Yeah. I like that venue. Last time we were there, we saw RuPaul's Drag Race Live and I got up to get a drink. And when I came back, uh, two people were standing in front of the seat where, where I was sitting. And you let it happen. I didn't really know what to do about it. Hey, someone's sitting here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they didn't sit there. They stood in front of us. They stood in front of it, yes. And so it seemed like that was out of my jurisdiction. Mm. It felt like a Karen-y move to be like, hey, someone's sitting behind you? But it was all, it's one space. I know. I just, I... It's just one space that's slightly deeper than comparable spaces it just it felt a little dubious to me about how much authority i had to be like this is our space and so i was sitting there looking at asses for the next hour very drunk ones yeah (sighs) yeah it's not the eastern's fault no it was their fault and yours a little bit (laughs) i'm sorry a little bit this is talking toe news for so long (laughs) all right this is talking toe news it's a segment of the podcast where i take a a headline from the world of vegan news and we talk about it this one is from veg news 
It is Becky started writing. It's from Nicole Axworthy from August 15th, 2022. You don't need to look so like put out if I call out that you're writing. I just it's write. It's funny because it's like you're taking notes on I a am lecture. Taking on a lecture that, let me. F- <laughs> <sighs> Can I continue? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take notes. Is that going to be okay? It, it's never not okay. I'm just calling it out. <laughs> Why? That's part of my job is to take I notes. I think it's noteworthy. It is noteworthy. I'll yes. write that down too. Oh my God. All right. Nicole writes, this former meat company is now making vegan ribeye steak because it's more sustainable. What? Urbani Foods is launching Mistake, a marbled vegan ribeye steak that taps into a new category of sustainable plant-based meat that replicates conventional whole cuts. Now, back in my uh, pre-vegan days, about six years ago, uh, I was a big steak boy. Mm-hmm, you I en- were. I enjoyed, I enjoyed a steak. And that experience, um, you know, I had a, a fondness for that experience. And it's one of those experiences that I have to admit that I've missed since going vegan. Not bad enough to go do it again, but um, there's a, a nostalgia there. So this is an, an interesting prospect to me. This is also, you had a previous toe news that was about a vegan steak, but it turned out to be bits, steak pieces or something. It was sliced steak. Sliced steak, yeah. that's right. And this yeah. sounds like this the solution to the, the problem thing. of that product not being what we wanted. That's right. This fall, Vancouver-based food company Urbani Foods is launching a hyper-realistic vegan ribeye-style steak under the brand Mistake. Initially, Mistake will be available at specialty stores and high-end restaurants. The launch comes after two years of intensive research and development into a whole-muscle vegan meat that mimics the marbling and texture of a premium butcher shop-style steak. Made from a blend of soy and wheat proteins and spices, Mistake aims to bring a plant-based steak experience to the center of consumers' plates with a juicy and tender ribeye-style steak that has a dry-aged texture traditionally found in conventional meat offerings. Wow. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Vancouver Toeheads. Tell us when you start seeing this in stores. These guys have a soy-based jerky, noble jerky, that uh, apparently has enjoyed several years of success. So maybe we should look into that if we want a, a hint at what this might taste like. Already Googling it. Oh, okay. Available on Amazon. Oh. Uh, wow. So prior to launching Noble Jerky in 2018, the Urbani family was in the business of making animal-based salami for 50 years. The decision to pivot the company to producing plant-based meat using its expertise in meat making was made after CEO Claudio Urbani realized that it was not sustainable. Feeding a growing world population with animal products was not sustainable. A few short months after launching Double Jerky, the vegan teriyaki flavor became the best-selling item in the jerky and meat snacks category on Amazon in Canada. Should I order the teriyaki? There's several other flavors. There's barbecue, chipotle, hickory, and original. There are a few that are out of stock. Smokehouse, sriracha, and sweet sesame, not available. Okay. Well, we can we can figure that out uh, off off mic, right? Add to cart. Sure. So yep. it's it's exciting. It is exciting. It's exciting. I want to eat the steak. I want to make steak frites for my kid and for me mm-hmm. and eat it. And also I want to eat that jerky because uh, I love vegan jerky of all kinds. And I can't wait to try theirs. Nicole references another company called Juicy Marbles, a Slovenian company founded in 2020 that makes vegan filet mignon steaks by layering soy protein into linear fibers using the Meatomatic Reverse Grinder TM9000. It's patent-pending technology that reverse engineers animal meat and improves upon it in terms of flavor, longevity, juiciness, retention, crust development, and nutrition profile. I'm going to need more details on this. Reverse engineers animal meat. Yeah, does that mean they're starting with dead animals? Also, that machine they said sounds like something straight out of Captain Underpants. Yeah. I think we'll uh, we'll have to look into that. In May, <laughs> Juicy Marbles made its filet, vegan filet mignon available to customers in the United States for the first time through what it calls a, quote, meat leak. Within Oof. eight hours, the company sold thousands of steaks for a sellout success, despite a hefty price tag of $40 per steak. Whoa. 
Yeah, so let's look into that reverse engineering whatever. Yeah. It's a weird one. It is a weird one. Makes me a little nervous. Well. Not nervous, but skeptical. Feel a little skeptical. I think also that combined with Metomatic Reverse Grinder TM9000 <laughs> is maybe being a little bit hokey about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we're deconstructing what makes a stake and rebuilding it with, I don't know. Uh, somebody, you know, who has a podcast should do some research on this before they do a segment on it for, uh, their new segment. This is Talking Toe News. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I feel like we've talked about the Beyond Chicken Tenders before. We talked about them um, because we got them from plant-based pizzeria, but we've mm-hmm. never prepared them in our home before. These we purchased at the grocery store and prepared ourselves, and uh-huh. so I thought it would be fun because they did stuff to their Beyond Tendies. They seasoned them and stuff. We yeah, got to try did. them as is, which is a different experience, so I thought we should cover it. Okay. So I got these at uh, Kroger, and I used a, a coupon. I got them at a nice price. I got them like two ninety nine a bag. That is really cheap. Yeah. It's very cheap. So I got two bags. And I'm glad I did because there's not a lot in the bags. But Yeah, there's like six tendies in a bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you make them? So the first time I made them, it was late at night. We made the whole bag. And we each had three. Yep. And we, I dipped mine in plant-based ranch. What did you dip yours in? Uh, pickle mustard from Trader Joe's. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh let me pull up my thoughts. Yeah. Or do you want to go first? What do you think? I'd be happy to go first if that's what you'd like. Let's do it. I always feel like I'll always go first. Well, that's not true. Go to the wiki and you can see that that's not true. They keep track of who goes first and who goes second. The first time we had them was from Plant Based Pizzeria. I felt like they were pretty dry and wasn't really super keen on them. I would not have tried them again if it hadn't been for the just the, just a fantastic deal that, that I got out of them at, at Kroger. But I'm glad that I did because I really enjoyed them this time around, both ways that we had them, which do you want to just talk about the second way? Like, why are we going? The second way, we made chicken tacos. I made my jalapeno slaw, and we put them in a tortilla with, I think it was just the chicken and the slaw, right? Mm, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. So, and that was it. And 
I uh, anyway, go on. In both cases, I was not wild about the breading. I think that we're now in a place where we are being spoiled by uh, breading on fried chicken. And when it's not up to par, it's really noticeable that it's a big miss. But the the protein itself, I thought, was fantastic and juicy and thick and toothsome. And it, it really, it was like a breast. It was like a chicken breast kind of texture. And I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more in the taco than I did just on its own. On its own, I felt kind of gross because I was just picking the thing up and dunking it in mustard and eating it like an animal. But, <laughs> it was so meaty. Yeah. Um, it was not, definitely not a nugget. It was definitely a tender. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm about to say a lot of the same words as you. I also thought it was so toothsome. I thought the texture was so meaty and it had like that pieciness to it that animal protein has where like if you pull it apart, there's like striations, Mm -hmm. which just made it feel very legit in a way that was I'm not used to. It was like a little weird at first, like almost too meaty for me at first, which I've never been a vegan. You guys know me. I'm not the vegan who's like, I don't like vegan meat that tastes like meat. I do. This one, though, wow. Yeah. It was just so meaty. It took me a second. I thought the flavor was great. I thought it wasn't overly breaded. I also described it as thick. In fact, it made me think of what you said about those ultimate tenders from Gardein and how... Quote, unquote, ultimate. These were ultimate. They were thick. These were ultimate. They were big. How big would you describe them Like a baby's leg. Mm-hmm. Like the foreleg of a baby. Mm-hmm. The part where the calf is. Is that the foreleg? That would be the forearm on an arm. You're talking like fresh baby. Yes, like not a like fresh a baby. No, I'm ta- well, I'm not a newborn. No? Six months. Wow. Me in the middle, six months. I don't know if that's, that's, that seems bigger to me. It's how big it felt in my mouth. It was humongous. It did and who feel... cares objectively how big it is if that's how big it feels in your mouth? It felt like eating a fresh baby. No. It felt like <laughs> eating the foreleg of a fresh baby without the bone and with that me little chub. <laughs> you do just want to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did think they were a little bit salty, which in the taco wasn't so much an issue because the tortilla blands that up. So it actually worked out well, Mm -hmm. but on its own, I felt like it was a little too salty for Mm. me. Like, I don't know if I'd want to, maybe if I sauced it with like buffalo sauce, the the saltiness wouldn't come through so much, but it was so, it was very salty to me. I think, I think the thing is like we, it's not meant to be snacked the way that we were snacking. Mm -hmm. We were really disgustingly snacking on it. (laughs) We were being very gross that night. (laughs) <laughs> and I think it's because we were surprised at what it was. Yeah, we're used to making a, a like... Taquitos. Or, ta- or nuggets. Or, or nuggets, yeah. Something that's meant to be eaten that right. way. Right. Or fries. This is how healthy we are late at night. <laughs> yeah, stuff a, you dip into stuff. A jar of jelly. <laughs> Yeah, but I really liked this. I would get these again. I think, though, it would have to be on sale just because there's so few in the bag. When we did the tacos, Dave usually has three tacos, and he had to have only two. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been enough tacos for our family of three. We're a small family. That's right. It was it was a bad scene. Small bag. When I found out that I could only have two tacos instead of the three that I normally have. He flipped the table over. I didn't flip the table over, but I was upset. Yeah, I know. I was disappointed. I was still hungry after the second taco. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I ate dessert. Yeah. And then then I felt bad. (laughs) Yeah. So my big complaint, I guess, is not enough of it in the bag. But at at $2.99, you could get two bags and it would be about the same as like per tendy as like a bag of Gardein maybe. Maybe. You know what else they could do? They could put more in the bag. Or they could sell a bigger bag. Yeah. They sell a big bag and a small bag. Mm-hmm. And that way you have the choice. Also, two ninety nine was a sale price. Yeah. Because they're $4.99. Oh, that's not enough. Tendies. But we're going to get them again. So that's, it they, is enough. They got us. The, the finance guy is, the receipts are coming in off the ticker. <laughs> he doesn't know, he doesn't listen to this. All he sees is... Sold or not sold. Yeah. And he's seeing sold. 
Mm-hmm. So they're not going to improve this. This is it. Are you suggesting we take a stand? That and seems not, extreme. Because it's more than just not buying it. Yeah. You have to let them know why you're not buying it. I'm going to write them a letter. I'm going to do it Are right you? Now. No. See? And that's why the world is the way it is. Because you won't write a letter to the Beyond Company telling them why you're not going to buy the small bags anymore. Instead, you're going to keep buying the small bags and just wishing that they were big bags. So these are made from fava bean protein. Oh, sorry. I mean, I am going to keep... Do you, do you want to speak to these allegations? <laughs> I'm shocked by these allegations. Are you going to take some time to reflect? Mm-hmm. Are we going to get a screenshot of your notes app on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Definitely. So these are made from fava bean protein. And that's all that's listed before breading. I guess it's in, by volume. Fava bean protein. Fava bean protein. Faba or fava? Faba. Faba bean? Mm-hmm. Is that one word? F-A- fava bean? No. What's a fava bean? Already Googling it. Is it different from a fava bean? A broad bean. Oh, that's what Simple Truth uses to make some of their dips. Like their cream cheese is made from broad beans. But Is this like... How is this related to aquafaba? Aquafaba is the liquid from any can of beans, and that is a name made up by the person who discovered that it has protein in it that makes it act like egg whites. So fava beans, it's not faba beans. It's with a V. No, faba. Fava beans are called broad beans. Okay, well, on the website, they list them as faba with a B. I think it might be both. But I don't Fava know. Or, okay, or okay, okay, okay. B is next Here. to V on the keyboard. Here. Maybe this no. is a typo. Okay. Do you think that Beyond is doing typos? Sure. Everybody does typos. That's not true. No. People who check don't. Here. Okay. Can I continue, please? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to also say <sighs> that further down the list, after all the breading ingredients, they do list vital wheat gluten. So there's also seitan in it. But... The main ingredient is faba bean protein. Can I? Can no, I? Now you can. Thank you. Fava beans are the edible seeds of the legume crop Visia faba, otherwise known as faba beans, horse beans, or broad beans. I had the answer this whole time, and you wouldn't let me say it. Horse beans. <laughs> You're being a real horse bean right now. You're a horse bean. You turned me into one. You've made me a horse bean. Um, okay. So on a scale of one to 10, sincere apologies to the trail mix. How would you rate these tendies? On a scale of one to 10 forgivenesses, I would beg of the trail mix, (laughs) which I think is a more fair way to put it. You're right. When you're right, you're right. I would beg nine apologies from the trail mix for this. Yeah. Because... This was great. This ha- it has a specific use. You don't want to go too far out of the lines on it, but when you're when you're in those lines, it's hard to find something better. Yeah, I think it's great in stuff. On its own, I don't know. I guess I still liked it. I ate them all, but you it did. was late. You did eat them all. Yeah. I struggled to eat them all. I did not. I did not want to be wasteful though. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So. I would give these eight forgivenesses only because... You would ask... I would beg. You'd beg. I'd beg eight forgivenesses only because I'm a little annoyed by the size of the bag. I feel like... And and at that price point, I feel like that annoys me. Veganism has a reputation for being overpriced, too expensive. It's too expensive to... Be kind to animals. And I feel like charging $6 for six tendies that you have to... No, it's $6? $5.99, you said. I said four nine. Oh, $5 for six tendies. It just seems... It seems not cool. Not cool. If you're trying to get people to eat a plant-based diet, I don't know. I mean, lots of vegan stuff. Are they stuff. trying to do that? 
I guess not. I guess that's Beyond's not even for us. What do you mean Beyond is not even for us? What oh, is I guess that? it's not. It's impossible that's not for us. Like the company what has been that? clear. Like they don't market to vegans. They don't care about vegans at Impossible. Like they've said that. Right. But do they need to? No. But Beyond, I guess, is kind of marketed towards us as well. No, I think both of them are interested. Look, I'm a... Well, I'm a big fan of corporations. <laughs> Dave famously so, loves yeah, capitalism. Yeah. So I like to defend them as much as possible. But I, I think that they're, they're both aim, aiming at making like high tier food. Yeah, I guess so. This just seems so expensive. I, compared to other items on the market that are in the similar category. I just don't, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I think other companies are in the same range for these bags and aren't offering many more things in the bag for it. I guess I just think if I can't feed my family of three with one bag, like, that's not cool. It seems like you should be able to feed a family of three to four with one bag. I don't know why it feels that way, but with a convenience food, like your kind of plan is to rip, dump, and go. Right. And like, which is what we did that What's night. the objective? Yes. You did feed the family of three with one bag. Yeah, but you were hungry after. I was, I'm a big disgusting blob though. Like, <laughs> no, you're not. Don't no, say but that I mean, about yourself. No, but like I, I was well fed objectively from that bag. I guess. I'm still giving them an eight. There should be at least one more tendy in that bag, if not two or three more. All right. I just think the whole, like, they're not for us or they're they're falling short of their duty to be affordable vegan food. Like, in a social sense, I agree that that is all, that should be the, the objective of any food producer. Yeah. But it's not. You're right. You're right. And it's kind of unrealistic to hold them to that measurement. I guess If you're so. not going to hold everybody to that measurement. You're right. You know? Yeah. I guess we were just talking about $40 vegan filet mignon. And I think that Beyond is trying to be a boutique like product. Do you? That's the word I was looking for. They before. make those big old boxes of yes. burgers. I don't know that that doesn't scream boutique to me. I think it does. When you're looking like... Not boutique in a in a couture sense of food, <laughs> but in a sense where you're having a cookout and you want to make the best things for the guests at your cookout, you're going to look at, at a Beyond Burger more than you're going to look at the Gardein Be- Ultimate Beef Patties, which are not positioning themselves as like boutique food, boutique food. Yeah, I guess so. And I think Impossible is trying to straddle that fence by being like, yeah, we we know that we're the best tasting burger that we're going to make everybody happy at your cookout and we're going to charge that price. But you know what? We're also going to be in your Whopper. Yeah. They and we're really also going to be super affordable too. I guess they're not super affordable in the Whopper, but like we're going to be in your fast food too. You know? Yeah. I think beyond it's always a high end burger or the idea of it is always a high end burger. Yeah. Which is wild because compared to impossible, it's not as good. But then beyond tenders, so. Are in KFC. Oh, and they're so good. We haven't had the KFC ones. No, they're right. just so good. The Beyond Tenders. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe they're not boutique. Okay. If they're going to be in the fast food game as well. Maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. No, you know. After the last five days. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> hey, Dave. Yeah. Want to eat some cookies? Sure. Let's eat a cookie. I can hand them to you. So, do you want to, since you procured these? Yeah, I went to Target to get some toothpaste, and I came back with these Favorite Day Chewy Chocolate Chip Cookies. I also came back with a bag of Ruffles and a bag of Lay's Funyuns and uh, some Target gummy candy and about $40 worth of food Uh and the toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. These 
kind of like the opposite. These were of, a big find, though. Of toothpaste. Yes. So these are not labeled vegan. They're just the favorite day chewy chocolate chip cookies made with real chocolate, it says. And I'm going to double check because they are not labeled vegan anywhere on the menu. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Okay. So this package, and this is not a unique to Target's favorite day thing, but that has that allergy warning. Mm-hmm. And the allergy warning says may contain egg, milk, blah, 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 a bunch of plant-based stuff mm-hmm. that it also may contain. So I, I feel like especially new vegans, when they see that may contain, they're like, it's not vegan. But that is an allergy warning. What they're saying is it's shared equipment. Mm-hmm. That equipment, maybe these cookies are made on the same line as a cookie that's made with milk or egg mm-hmm. or these nuts and coconut that are also listed. And now would that fall under cross-contamination? Yeah. So cross. So that's an allergy concern, right? Like if you have a deadly milk allergy, don't eat these cookies. Yeah. But if you're trying to not support animal agriculture, avoiding these cookies doesn't really do anything for you. But I wanted to address that because I feel like it's a question I get a lot. And so mm. there we are. All right, let's open these cookies. They're so crinkly. Oh, okay, so just look at them. They look like the soft batch cookies from childhood. They do. That's oh. what I was hoping for. I want to put one in the microwave. Did you used to do that? Mm-hmm. Put them in the microwave for like a minute. Oh, my God, they smell like them, too. What do you think? I love them. Yeah? They're very sweet. But wow. Sends me back to like sleepovers. The flavor is there. It's a very dry cookie, though. It's, it's a crumbly cookie. It's very cookie. dry for me. No, it's not crumbly in that. I don't think. Like, it's like coating the roof of my mouth and then sapping the moisture out of it. Is it? Yeah. I'm not getting that. Feels a little fall party to me, but mm. should we microwave one and see? I'm not going to do that. See? Big crumb. Mm-hmm. One big crumb. See, you, you oh, call so that, sweet. And you I'm call so that a crumb. crummy cookie because of one big crumb. It's like defining yourself because of one mistake. I'm going to microwave them. Well, I'm giving you some compliment. You're it's so fine. nice. Just go, go. I got a microwave one. I can't, we can't review a soft batch cookie and not microwave. I mean, we could. We could, but that would be. I'm back. You're back. I microwaved the cookie for 30 seconds. It's a little cookie. I'm just going to take one little piece and then I'll pass it over to you. Similar experience, not exactly the same. I think it's bad. You think it's bad? I think the microwaving it made it bad. Do you? Yeah. Like a little rubbery? I'm not here for it. It got a little rubbery, but I like how, how warm it is in the melty chocolate. Honestly, I'll probably do that again at some point. Not me. Probably late at night. Not me. I'm a cold cookie boy. I'm a cold cookie baby. I would actually put these in the fridge and try them. I think they would be good. I think it would be like cookie doughy. Mm. Yeah. You put them in the fridge. Well, I'm not going to do it now. Well, no, we don't have time. All right. Do we got a letter? Dave? Yeah. We got two. Well, let's read one. No, we're going to read two. So, Why? Because this is the first letter. <laughs> okay. So, y'all, one of our listeners, Bill, last name redacted, has alerted us to the fact that letters are getting lost. He has written us like five letters in the last, I guess since January. He's written to us like five different times, and we have received zero of those letters. They have all been either going to the spam folder, which I have not been checking. (laughs) Oh, which I guess is on me yeah. or just, but three of them are just gone forever. We don't know what happened to them. Hmm. They're in his sent folder. He forwarded them to a different email address that I gave him for me. And um, they came through then. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I can see that he sent them to the right email. So, so he, the alternate email, like your alternate email, he sent them to poonhunter at gmail.com at hotmail. Come on. <laughs> 
So here's the first letter. I don't know what this is in reference to. This was sent on August 17th. Oh, no, that's him sending it. This was sent on July 4th. (laughs) So I don't know what episode that was. Maybe you can look it up. It's Uh, on the wiki. uh, It says, subject line, Dear Becky. Oh. Email, body text, let Dave live his life. Oh. Hey, thanks, Bill. Yeah, I don't know what you did, but Dave... Bill thinks you were right Thanks, and I Bill. was wrong. Wow. I know. You to check that spam folder more often. What else is in there? I don't know. Is well, that where all the pro Dave stuff gets automatic? Do you have a rule? <laughs> They're like, oh, well, if it's pro Dave, that's yeah. an accident. You, yeah. I'm saying Gmail's doing rule? that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Gmail's doing. So, hey, if you've written us a letter and feel like we're snubbing you, we did not receive it. And please contact me via Twitter or Instagram direct message and I will. Or just send it Give straight you an to alternate at com, <laughs> An email address that definitely exists. <laughs> so here's Bill's actual letter. Dear Becky and Dave, I have a special request. Oh. Can y'all do a whole episode on potatoes? I've recently kindled an intense love for the potato. I used to look down on them as nothing but a no good starchy McStarcherson. But the scales have been lifted from my eyes. They're full of vitamins and protein, and they're so filling. I'm not vegan, but I've started eating nothing but potatoes for lunch. And I feel like I'm living my best life. It's a bit of an overcorrection, I think. <laughs> I do. I had had a baked potato for lunch yesterday. It was my idea. No, we had them oh. for dinner. and it was That so, was my idea. Yes, and then I needed a baked potato for a real idea that I ended up scrapping, but I'd already put... Part of the reel was stabbing the potato. And so um, I had this potato that I had punctured already. And I was like, I guess I'll have a baked potato for lunch. And it was. I love potatoes. It was so good. I put put vegan ranch on it, I think, and bacos. There's only one potato that's bad. What's that? The sweet potato. But all the other potatoes. Because I was going to say there's not a bad potato. And then I thought about that freaking sweet potato. I was like, oh, you almost had it. Oh, well, there's our promo for this episode. But as this love has blazed into a roaring flame and my mind has turned towards potatoes, I've realized that I never hear y'all talk about potatoes, which is wild because we are a potato house. Yeah. Could it be for the same reason fish don't talk about water? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it for the same reason children don't talk about taxes? Uh No, definitely the first one. Loving the podcast, even if you decide not to talk about potatoes. This was the fifth of five ignored letters, (laughs) which really gives extra weight to that. Or even if you hate potatoes, Bill, loyal toehead, last name withheld. Bill, what a letter. Yeah. I loved it. I love potatoes. That's a great idea. We should do a potato episode. I'm going to throw this out. You can edit it out if you think it's a bad idea. But I think, I think that, hold on. I think that September should be September. (laughs) And that the whole month should be potato themed. (laughs) And talking tofu will be talking potatoes. Talking potofu? Potofu. I think that our love of potatoes runs so deep that I can, I would be able to commit to that without any further thought because I know how many different ways we cook a potato in a standard week. Yeah. I'm just saying. Let's workshop it. If we can come up with enough ideas for four episodes, then we can do that. I think that's a great idea. Bill, what a great idea. Great. Listeners. Great group of letters listeners yes what potatoes would you like to see in september what types of potatoes what's a potato that you like a way of preparing potatoes that you like that you don't think we've tried yeah maybe we'll try it for an episode in september yeah sepotamber sepotamber septator too too straight. Septator's funny. Shortest path. Shortest path. Yeah, I like a short path. 
I like to have a little bit of fun on the trip. I like to stop at some of those roadside <laughs> stops and get boiled peanuts and shit like that. Yeah. Sep, sepo timber, I think. Sepo. I mean, first idea is sometimes the right one, you know? It's true. Sepo, sepo timber. Yeah. Listener, if you have um, strong feelings about what we should call this thing, please, please let us know. Yep. And how can they let us know? You could write us a letter, although I'm not sure now that I recommend it. You can write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. I'll be checking our spam folder on a more regular basis. Um, if you feel like you have written me written us a letter and it has been a long time and we haven't read the letter or acknowledged it in any way, please let me know. You can also slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every one, and we count those as letters, too, and we will read them on the pod with your permission. Uh, so those are your options. Those are your options, Toeheads. And where can you be reached? Uh, the, the aforementioned ways. Thank you so much for listening. If you are enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews, and we haven't gotten to read one on the pod in a really long time. We would love to do that again. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including that jalapeno slaw, at glueandglitter.com. Those were the places I was. Oh, those places. Seeding. Oh. Seeding a transition. Oh. You dinged me, but I was trying to help. <laughs> I'm a monster. Anyway, anyway. Where can people find you, no, Dave? Anyway, don't don't contact me this week. <laughs> Dave's in a mood, everyone. Well, you you got me there. <laughs> He's line leader on Twitter and Instagram, and line leader was taken on TikTok. And what what is it? It's fine. On Fortnite, it's fine. Don't is worry it about line it. leader? Don't worry about it. Help him out on Fortnite. No, I I don't need anybody's help anymore. Oh, is this nobody's coming to my aid? So I'm just gonna forge my own path. <laughs> Be like a lonely lonely warrior. Oh. Yeah. Well, I should let you know before we go that Talkin' Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.